If somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f yourself. But go f yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Yeah, it's pretty clear, Elon. Uh, that's Elon Musk in an interview with Andrew Ross Sorkin uh, at a book summit event for the New York Times. It took place uh, about two weeks ago now. Uh, basically telling advertisers to... Well, you heard it. He said this when he was asked about anti-Semitic Twitter posts and advertisers saying that, you know what, you got to clean this up, clean, get this platform a little more um, palatable for us and the people that we see as customers. And if you don't, we're leaving. And his reply was, don't try and blackmail me with your advertising dollars. So a lot of them said, okay, and they left. And this is a continuation that's been going on for a long time, essentially, since Elon Musk took over. Um, since then, he's doubled down. This week, he welcomed back um, Alex Jones. You probably heard the name, the noted conspiracy theorist, the Sandy Hook denier, who I think he's on the hook for a billion dollars in a, in a settlement with uh, the families of the Sandy Hook victims. Um, but he's back on the site again. Um, and again, advertisers, though, that remain, a lot of them decided to, to head for the hills because of that. It's not just the big multinationals either um, that Musk railed against in that interview. I think that was Apple primarily that they were talking about. Uh, but a lot of Canadian companies have given up on X recently as well. So I, I don't know what the business strategy is. I know a lot of people think Elon Musk is some sort of genius when it comes to doesn't make sense to me but who knows he's got a billion dollars and i don't so maybe he knows what he's doing but uh, we're going to speak with dr annabelle kwan hasi who is the rogers chair in studies in journalism and new information technology faculty of information and media studies at western uh doctor thanks for coming back always appreciate your time well, thanks. Thanks for having me, Shay. Great to be here. Yeah, this story, uh, we just continue to see more and more advertisers abandoning X or Twitter. I, I, I don't know about you, but when I jump on Twitter these days, it's the experience is very different. It's almost like we've slipped into, you know, the kind of advertising that you typically affiliate with places that are, you know, doesn't have much reach. Like, none of the big companies are left. It's places I've never heard of, advertising for things I don't want. I mean, it's really, really changed when you take a look at what's happening in the advertising on X, hasn't it? It's, it's completely different than, say, a year ago. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of, you know, advertising companies are concerned. I mean, we I think we were concerned from the get-go when, you know, Elon Musk took over. Uh, some of the first decisions he made, I think, were very poor, um, you know, for example, dismantling content moderation, removing a lot of the safeguards, uh, getting rid of some of the kind of core core teams that, you know, monitored um, hate speech and kind of countered kind of that negativity. Um, so I think it's not surprising to see all these changes um, if we look at this kind of long term from when when Elon Musk took over. And, you know, and it's not just that platform itself. A lot of these companies, and if you take a look at the big Canadian ones that have been mentioned in the last week or so, you got Angus Reid and, and Sun Life and, and Bell Media, and they say their concern here is now their ads. And like you say, they hate speech and, and Elon Musk wants to have freedom of speech and all the rest of that stuff. But they're saying, okay, th that's one thing. The other thing, though, is suddenly our advertising is showing up connected with some of these people that we don't want anything to do with. So the algorithm that's supposed to prevent that that's not working and they're saying it, it, you're just you're tainting our good name i mean can that be fixed and how big of an issue is that oh no absolutely shay i think um you really hit the nail here because um a lot of these companies were shocked that they were surprised uh when they learned from the cbc 
uh, investigation that, you know, their ads were, you know, were appearing um, side by side, you know, with this, you know, really hateful comment, really, you know, extremist views. So I think um, for the companies, when, you know, when they signed on, um, they made it very clear that they wanted very stringent measures in place so that this wouldn't happen. So absolutely, for these companies, um, it's a big problem. It's not something they signed up for. Um, it can be fixed. I think uh, the problem is, is is the larger picture. I think, you know, as you showed so kind of eloquently, I guess, or to the point, um, Elon Musk, I think, doesn't care. So he, he kind of has this attitude um, where he doesn't take uh, this seriously. And, and that is really the biggest concern I have as to where X or Twitter is heading, um, that, you know, he, he doesn't see this as a problem, whereas it is a huge problem. Um, not only, you know, for the companies, it, it is a big problem for advertisement and for how, how we see the branding. But I think it's a, it's a big, larger societal problem that some of these uh, social media that are seen often as public spheres for debate, for gathering news, you know, are becoming spaces where this kind of uh, extremist views, hate speech is seen as uh, acceptable. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, it, it, it's to the point where I think a lot of people have just given up on it. Um, not just the advertisers, users have said it's just it's, it's way too toxic. But um, the outlook, what do you think it is? I mean, Twitter's lost over 50% of their ad revenue since, since Musk took over. As much as he may, you know, want to talk to advertisers as as though they don't matter they do he's actually said you know what you'll put us out of business if you continue doing this so what do you think's going to happen here because he doesn't on one hand he says hey listen we need the advertisers or we don't exist anymore but at the same time he's telling advertisers in no uncertain terms to you know get along or, or 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 take off if you will so i mean what do you think the outlook is here for that company yeah i think there's um you know two possibilities for sure i mean one is um, you know, Elon Musk continues to interfere with, you know, X or Twitter as a business, and we really will see a downfall uh, long term. And um, we haven't seen really the change in user numbers, which is surprising to me. So um, a lot of people, because they build their networks, their professional networks, their work networks, you know, on X, um, they feel very loyal to, what, yeah. you know, the kind of information and community it provides. Um I think the other outlook is that Elon Musk does what he had said earlier on that he was going to do, which is step aside from the business side and really let X develop, you know, a, as a business model that is more, you know, oriented towards um, its users and community. I think to me, that would be an important move. Um, we saw it already. Uh, YouTube went through something very similar in 2017, uh, where major advertisers like Pepsi, um, enterprise, um, their content was being closely associated with extremist views. YouTube was able to solve that. Google, you know, re, re looked at their algorithms. This is a technological problem yeah. uh, that is easy to solve. So I think that if Elon Musk had a vision and really cared more about the community, um, and the space as, as something positive that, you know, is moving forward in a, more civil way, I think the technological solution is there for sure. 
how would it work? I, I mean, can you have both things happen at the same time? Because he's, he, you know, he keeps talking about freedom of speech and, and no limits. And, you know, Alex Jones is back on the platform and all the rest of that stuff. Um, based on a Twitter poll, he asked Twitter users if they wanted Alex Jones to come back. And it, so, so he's really trying to have it, like you say, this public sphere wide open. We're not going to put limitations in, but at the same time, he's got the fiscal reality. He calls it blackmail. Can you have an algorithm where both things happen at the same time, Annabelle, where advertisers could feel safe and secure that they're not going to end up linked to Alex Jones, but Alex Jones is allowed to exist and be on there at the same time. I mean, can both things happen? Can the tech be that, you know, surgical, I guess? Oh, absolutely, Shay. So technology is there, which is why there's um, absolutely, you know, like that's why I think um, X is accountable for this because um, it's, it, it's a simple technological solution to make sure, you know, that content is associated with the right accounts. Um, I think the problem that I see here um, is that what they're using in terms of how the programmatic advertisement works, so that's what it, the algorithm is often called, is um, they're using views, they're, they're using kind of traffic as, as a model, and, and that's really problematic because traffic alone, so if you pair ads with, you know, um, let's say content that, that has a lot of likes or dislikes. So it's not that people necessarily agree. Um, you know, people may not agree with the extremist content, but there may be a lot of people, a lot of traffic because people are disagreeing with it. So it's very contentious. So that's why they're trying to put the advertisement in, in order to reach a wide audience. Mm-hmm. But that's very problematic. It is. And that's been a struggle that's gone on with mass media long before social media even existed. And I don't know if anybody's ever figured it out, but um, interesting times. Um, Doctor, thank you so much for your time. As always, I do appreciate you being here.